0: We are going to hear from a legendary football manager, as I mentioned uh, in the intro, uh, Harry Redknapp. Harry was uh, speaking at the 10th Annual Pendulum Summit event uh, that also runs tomorrow in the Convention Centre in Dublin. And a little bit earlier, just before we came on air, I uh, had a chat with Harry and began the conversation about just what is it that he's up to at the moment? Just been managing the worst team in Great Britain,
1: which is uh, a team called Cum Albion. Which is near Swansea in Wales, and uh, yeah, they uh, I think their goal difference last year was minus 197 or something. So um, Specsavers got got uh, this idea. They they had, they were looking for the worst team in Great Britain, and they won the competition, and uh, they got me into to manage the team for a couple of games. So I've been up there doing that. Quite interesting. Freezing cold. Stood on a old park pitching the middle of nowhere in Wales and uh, managing this team that tended to get beat 20-0 every week. But the other week, we got beat 3-1, which was like a miracle. It was like winning a game.
0: Progress. I was going to ask what's your biggest achievement in football, but I think you've already answered that.
1: That is it. That could be it. <laughs> that could be it. Come, come
0: Albion, yeah,
1: getting them down from
0: 20-0 to 3-1. That You mentioned there, I suppose, the old school pitches and everything else. Are you still a football fan? Are you a fan of modern football yeah. at the moment?
1: Yeah, I can't say I'm enjoying it as much. You know, I, I, the VAR and everything that goes with it, Shane, I find it all, uh, you know, the excitement's gone out of it in lots of ways. I think, you know, it's a, a sport where when you score a goal, you jump up and your team the fans celebrate. Now you're waiting for something. Hang on, something's going to happen. And VAR, we have an instance the other night where we get a, we get a red card for uh, you know the centre forward at Everton, mm. and uh, and you know they, they they he doesn't give it. He doesn't even give a foul, and then suddenly VAR intervened telling him, "Hang on, he's got attempt to, to go and look at the monitor." He looks at the monitor. I still can't see where it's ascending off, and he and he agrees with what he's been told by the VAR. And they send him off. Then mm. yesterday, Everton appealed ascending sending off, and it gets looked at, and it gets overturned. He send it. How can it be right? Yeah. Who's making these decisions, you know? The man sitting watching the game at Stockley Park, it's only his opinion. The referee on the pitch, they've got to have the, the, they've got to have more, you know, the, the courage of their convictions. When they go over to that screen, you know now they're going to give whatever decision they're going to even send, you know, whatever decision they've been told by VAR, they're just going to agree with it. Mm. I want to see somebody go over, no, sorry. I don't agree with that. I gave that decision and I'm sticking to it. That is, it doesn't seem to happen. So, yeah, I don't find it quite as much fun and, you know, it's very different. I know I sound old school and back in the day all the players, they came to the clubs, they were lots of local players who wanted to play for that club. They stayed there until the club wanted to get rid of them. Now, I think they come and go. Then They come from abroad. We don't even know half of them are. They cost a fortune. Half of them can't play very well, in my opinion getting a fortune, um, and we have to – and they come, and as soon as they get an opportunity, they kiss the badge, and a year later, I had a mate of mine bought a horse, right, and he called it We've Got Payette. He's a massive West Ham fan. (laughs) We've Got Payette, he called his race horse, and I watched it. I said to him, next year, you're going to have to rename your horse. He said, why? I said, because you'll be have to call it We Had Payette. He said, what? I said, because in a year's time, He'll shoot off. Someone will come in and he'll, sure enough, a year later he's gone. He gives some excuse about his family wanting to go somewhere. You know, that is how the game is now. So would, don't would, name your racehorse after one of your players, really. That's, <laughs> a, that's the motto of that story.
0: Would, would you have the patience for managing these players who are nearly more or equally interested in social media? Would you have the patience of managing a VAR Premier no. League? probably not i'd
1: find it more difficult now though. No. yeah you can't you see you can't even tell them off now if you come in and tell them off they start crying or they'll ring up their agent and their agent will ring your chairman and tell them you're useless they've got to get rid, should be getting rid of the manager it's it's so different back in the day the players came in if you left them out why not playing gaffer what's the put pro- you know and you sit them down you tell them have a chat with them about it all now they go directly their agents the players don't come in anymore their agents go directly to the chairman agents all have relationships with football chairman now that's how it works they have a they don't have relationship with managers because they know managers are only coming and passing through they have relationships with chief executives and chairman that's where that's where they they're the relationships they they, they work on now they're not interested in football managers because they're not there long enough
0: mm I know many people, I suppose, yearn for the days of the old school association football. Um, many people might argue, actually, now that I think of it, that perhaps Gaelic football might have a bit more authenticity. And that leads me on to, you did have a stint, a brief stint with Castlehaven. Um, oh, fantastic. Yeah, managing a Gaelic football team. Are you, do you still keep an eye on the sport? Are you a converted fan still? I loved it. I, I've never, never been to a game.
1: And I did it. Gianluca Vialli, bless it, you know, who passed away. Uh, Gianluca managed a team. Erin's Island, called, Dublin. Uh, yeah. Erin's Island, yeah, from Dublin. And we came down and we played them at Castle Haven on the little pitch there. And it was a sunny day. It was a carnival going on. It was fantastic. And the skill in the game I thought was amazing. The way they volleyed the ball and the technique of the players. And that's not even top level. So the top players must be fantastic. You know, I loved it. I really enjoyed it. It's an exciting game.
0: Well, we'll have to get you over I'll have to get you over in the summer. The leagues are starting, but yeah. it's, the, the standard, or not the standard, but the weather isn't great then. It's, what you want is Crow Park on a sunny day. That's, that's proper, proper Okay, I feel it's an
1: amazing atmosphere. Yeah. I, I would
0: enjoy that. No, it absolutely is. Um, we come full circle, I suppose, and, and, and get back chatting about uh, association football. Um, at the moment obviously listen harry you've managed a, a host of clubs um one yeah. of which of course was, was tottenham hotspur Ange pastecogley at the moment are you a fan of ange ball and is he the man to bring success to spurs i don't know what ange
1: ball is really it's <laughs> i don't know what is he i mean if it if it's if it's defended on the halfway line against uh, against um, with nine men against uh, chelsea then that's that's not ange ball i don't know what i would call that really that was uh, not very sensible football, but no, I love him. I mean, when you know, when the job came up at Tottenham, I he was, and they weren't going to go with Pochettino. I I came out and every article I did or spoke on the radio, I I kept saying they should go for Ange, you know? Yeah, I like him. Listen, you're only as good as your players. Graham Taylor once said, your manager is never as good as you think he is, and he's never as bad as you think he is. He's somewhere in between. And we all got, everyone got carried away. You know, Ange won the first few games and suddenly it's a new invention of football. Uh, and then they lose a few. When they The reason they lost them is because they lost three or four of their best players who weren't available, injuries, suspensions. And now they're, you know, they're doing okay, but it's good players. What makes a great manager? Great players. And treating them right, getting the best out of them. But good players, good professionals. If you got them... It's the easiest job in the world. Mm. You got bad players, you know. I've said it a million times. You can put, you can put whoever you want. You can put Pep in it. If you want to put Pep in at Sheffield United, he's it, not suddenly going to get them in the top six, is he? It don't work that way. Good players is the most important thing. Getting the best out of them, you know.
0: It's it's not rocket science, really. The jury's still out and Timo Werner. Will be uh, interesting. Yeah, well, if he if, I mean, if he. But,
1: if he ain't a bad loan. I wouldn't buy him. If you said to me you can buy him, I said not a ch- I'd say not a chance, wouldn't be interested. But on a short term loan, he might be all right. He'd come off the bench, he's got pace, he can get behind people, he might come and nick six or seven goals for you. You know, I'd I'd, I'd say as a loan, as a backup, coming off the bench, I'd say he's not a bad signing. But if you said to me go and buy him and that give him a three-year contract, I'd say, not in a million years. But on a loan, I think he might well be worth the gamble. <laughs>
0: Um, Harry just before and, and I know um, you're being very generous with your time but before I do let you go uh, no, I know you're, you're, you're managing the um, the so-called worst team in Britain at the moment but um, the Irish manager job is vacant at the moment might that tempt you out if the offer ever came Harry? I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready for that yeah oh yeah
1: get me here no listen uh, I don't know who's going to get that job it's difficult isn't it who do you think would you be know, the right person? You know, I'd like to see back here. you know who deserves better in football, I think, than what he's got since he finished playing is Robbie Keane. I think Robbie, you know, he's got, he's got great knowledge of the game. He's got a great personality. He's a great guy. Everybody loves him. He was a fantastic footballer. Worked his socks off every game, give everything. I think he should be managing somewhere at a good level. I really do. His knowledge of the game... And, and his work rate and his enthusiasm is, he, I think it's fantastic. I'm, I'm really surprised that no one's given Robbie a go.
0: At present, has I think split opinion at the moment his 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 work at Maccabi um, Tel Aviv, but you know, he did have good relationships uh, with the FEI. Before I do let you go, Ruby Walsh uh, co presents the show a lot of the time, oh, uh, Harry. So I, I know I, I I tell you he would he would not let me go without uh, finishing on a on a racing question. You had a good win at Cheltenham on New Year's Day, I think is yeah, is racing title.
1: Them- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ruby, what a jockey! He's. Not, I listen to. Listen, if I'm winning a few, I love a bet. I sit at home watching I'm listening to Ruby. I want to hear what he's got to say, and I'll follow him in. You know, brilliant. Have you any, any runners? Any
0: runners?
1: Yeah, yeah, loads. I've got loads and loads of them. Yeah, I, I want to really. I, I really at the moment. I've just got too many of them. I, I need to shift a few, but when I do, I really want to buy a horse with, with Willie Mullins. You know, I think he's. Uh, He's, he's a fantastic trainer and uh I'd like to get a horse for him. At the moment now, I've just got too many horses and uh too, you know, they, they they're quite expensive, you know. When you got about I've got twenty over twenty five horses and uh they tend to eat a lot. And uh <laughs> so they they're quite expensive. I'm looking if when I'm gonna shift a few of the not very good ones out, I'd like to buy a really nice
0: horse. What's more that difficult? Really that only that the- is my plan. Sorry, what's, what's more difficult, owning 25 horses or managing 25 footballers?
1: Well, you don't have to pay for the footballers, but <laughs> the, the horses, they cost you every month, whether they're running, injured, and they do tend to get a few injuries. So, you know, it's normally, a, and as my wife always says, what's the excuse today? He couldn't go left-handed, wanted to go right-handed, didn't want it heavy, wanted it firm, wanted the lead, wanted to be held up. She's got, they, they, there's a book of, of, uh, uh, excuses, a bit like a football manager, really. <laughs> it was a referee's fault. He was offside. Their fifth goal, we got beat 5-0. I thought their fifth goal was offside. Yeah, well done. And they come on, they've got beat 5-0, and they come on and say, there was lots of positives to take from the game today. And I'm thinking, well, show me one. You just lost 5-0. But no, racehorse training is a bit like, a bit like managing football clubs. I mean, you've got to have your excuses ready for sure.
0: <laughs> Well, on that note, Harry, listen, you're a gentleman. Really appreciate you taking a call. Great chat. Good talking to you. We'll have to get you on again when Ruby's with us. Oh, I love Ruby. (laughs) Top jockey. Top (laughs) 10. See you. Bye. Harry, mind yourself. Bye-bye.